What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's up? It's Johnny King. Long time no talk. Hey, it's been a little while since I've jumped on uh, a podcast by myself. And since things are in flux, I figured I'd jump on and uh, we can talk about all things business. Um, If you've been a fan of the show, uh, you've probably heard, if you've been listening to enough episodes that I've been um, just transitioning this year has been a, a massive transition. I've talked about um, the whole concept of self-audits. And it, it's one of those things that I feel like men who are committed to becoming kings has to become one of their bigger skill sets. And that is to frequently look at their life and just take, take stock, take a time to audit yourself and look at what's working and what's not, Right? So over the years, um, I have struggled in certain areas of my life. Um, And a lot of that has just been feeling like I am um, battling just so much like struggle and frustration and resistance at times to building a coaching business. Now, as I have progressed over the last couple of years, um, working with my coach last year, Christine Hasler, she's like, you know what, Johnny, like maybe you don't need to be a coach. Maybe you don't want to be a coach and that's okay. And I was like, hmm, I never actually (laughs) considered that, right? And so, uh, you know, long, long story, long, long story short, it really got me starting to reflect upon um, and being emotionally aware enough to see what breathes life into me and what sucks the life out of me, right? And I enjoy coaching. I really do. But just going to be honest, there are times, more times than not, again, if I'm being honest, where if I see a coaching session is scheduled on my calendar, there's a part of me, my, my heart drops. And I think it's not so much because I don't want to coach this person. I think there's also a part of me that feels like uh, I'm inadequate, that I'm not a good enough coach, and that I'm not able to give every guy, uh, every client of mine, what they need. So I decided to jump into Christine Hasler, Stefano Safandos, um, they're married, and then Preston Smiles and his wife, Alexi, the four of them have this coaching kind of uh, certification, this coaching program. My thought being, you know what? Before I throw in the towel, (laughs) which is kind of what I wanted to do towards the end of last year when it comes to coaching, I had no idea what I would do though. 
I'm going to throw myself into this nine-month program, which is kind of like a PhD program. And I'm just going to go for it. And I'm going to get all the tools that I need to be a trauma-informed coach, to work with people uh, with their inner child, to work with, uh, just to have so many new skills in my tool belt, so to speak. So I started this program in March of this year, 2022. And then I just felt this desire um, while I was kind of quote unquote in school to look for something else that could create some more consistent income in my life. Uh, I've talked about Airbnbs, I've talked about touring cars, um, but watching certain people on social media, you know, there's something to be said about finding a uh, a little bit more of a recession-proof type business. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, uh, lo and behold, again, long story short, I ended up purchasing a kind of a blue-collar, uh, like an HVAC business. Not like I did. I bought an HVAC business. <laughs> uh, and in the three and a half months that I've owned this business, I have had a lot of um, epiphanies. And one is that when it comes to a non-emotional business such as this, <laughs> I have no problem making money, right? When it comes to, you know, jumping on sales calls and, you know, telling people that, uh, that I charge $2,500 a month for coaching, it's not that that's hard. It's just that there's very few people that can afford that right? There's, there's very few men who are that committed to their growth that they're willing to step up into that. And truth be told, um, I only really want to work with people that are that committed. And for me, when I've spent that type of money, 2,500 to five grand a month on coaching, I fucking showed up, especially when I didn't have that money and I had to put it on credit cards. So I just have realized that there are very few men, to be totally honest, and, and women, because I've coached women for eight years as well, prior to men, there's very few people who are really, really willing to trade time for money. They're willing to, you know, put their money where their mouth is, save time, get results sooner than later, and to really go for it. And I used to undervalue my own level of commitment in that regard. So having said that, <clears throat> I'm in this Elementum coaching program. Then, you know, two months later, end of April, I buy this new business. That, then I become the most, uh, the most busy I have ever been in my entire life for the next three months as I was attempting to, to run the business because uh, I ended up shortly after um, buying the business, I ended up letting go of my office manager and looking to hire one here locally in Denver but I was doing that job while I'm, you know, going through hundreds of candidates and putting out fires left and right and uh, not to mention attempting to do podcasting and school and all these other things, right? And so going back to the whole idea of time auditing, well, time auditing and just like energy auditing, I just realized that I was just so strung out. I wasn't making any time for dating, any type of romantic relationship, <clears throat> I hadn't put myself out there at all. I just was nose to the grindstone, 
6 a.m. till 10 p.m. at night working, working, working. And I realized that this was only a, a season until I could hire some good people, which I have, and that freed up a lot more time. But then I also realized that, you know what? I, I believe that a lot of the resistance that I have continuously had is because I don't necessarily fully believe in, for me personally, the the coaching, uh, the traditional coaching um, kind of platform in the sense that I'm like, I'm going to coach you one-on-one. And, uh, and so then I was like, okay, then rather than one-to-one, I'll do one-to-many. I'll, I'll create a online community called my arena brotherhood. Um, and that was very low ticket offering, not $2,500 a month. <laughs> it was actually $33 a month. And yet, what I also found is that with very little skin in the game, very little financial commitment, there often uh, showed or followed a very little amount of participation <laughs> investment, participation engagement. So I was doing a lot of work uh, behind the scenes and, and somewhat you know, within the community with very little um, feedback. Very few guys were actually showing up. And so I was looking at my life when I, particularly when I was uh, more recently, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago in Mexico for a week vacationing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to scale back. And so I scaled back on my podcast where I'm just doing podcasts once a, once a, a week. I scaled back and I closed down my arena brotherhood. I decided to no longer offer my meetings of men and... Uh, just about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I decided to pull back on my Elementum coaching program. Because truth be told, I'm certified in a lot of different you know, modalities and different things when it comes to coaching, but I don't share that with anyone. I don't promote it. I don't be like, hey, look at me. I'm certified in X, Y, and Z. And so as a result, I realized I didn't necessarily care about the grade right? with, with this coaching program that I'm in. So I decided to pull back, which allowed me to free up more of my time and really to kind of double down on the new business that I have, right? Double down on the things that I feel really good about. <clears throat> and so as I'm looking at the, <laughs> the world as it is right now, I don't feel very confident that the shit isn't going to hit the fan, you know, um, with so much corruption, so much um, fear and division going on in life, I don't feel good about being highly leveraged, both in my time, in my energy, in my finances. And so I was looking at, okay, where can I make some changes? Obviously, I made some changes this past couple of weeks. But I was just recently watching a video by Alex Hormozzi, um, whom if you don't, haven't followed him on YouTube, he's, uh, he's really good. He started off kind of in the fitness arena and, uh, and he still is, but he's learned to, to really scale things. And I was watching this video entitled How I'm Passing $10 Million Per Month Using Opportunity Vehicles. And he was talking about how um, he went to this, he joined this mastermind of Russell Brunson's <clears throat> and how he was talking about, yeah, I've got, you know, 
seven gym locations. I'm gonna, I've got three more that are in the works right now. I'm gonna scale this. I wanna be America's number one gym. That was his goal. And he tells a story about how Russell Brunson was like, he kind of stopped him in the middle of him telling all his stats and how well they're doing. And he's like, I don't think you should do that. And Alex was like, kind of caught off guard and kind of maybe defensive a little bit. Like, wait, what? Like I, I joined this mastermind so that I could get the support that I needed, the ideas and the skill sets needed to be able to achieve my goals, which is to become America's number one gym. And Russell went on to say, you have a level 10 skill set and a level two opportunity. And so in this video, Alex goes on to, to discuss how he had s- such an amazing skill set, which is why he had become so uh, successful to a degree. But his ability to scale the opportunity of opening gym after gym after gym after gym was a very, very low level opportunity. And so you got to watch the video. It, it, it's, uh, it's pretty in depth. It's pretty high level in, in the sense of like talks a lot of strategy, but it's really got me thinking about uh, somewhat of, of, of the journey that I'm on as well. And so for me, again, you have to take time to do your own audit to really think about what it is that you ultimately want to create. But for me, I've been very vocal and very honest about like a big part of becoming kings and becoming a, a king of my own kingdoms, becoming a king of my own lifestyle and my own, um, you know, experience in this human, <laughs> as, uh, what's his name, Ryan Reynolds calls this like, uh, what, is it? what does he say? He says, he calls it the, uh, the blood and meat suit. Or I forget what he calls it, but like this human body that we're in. <laughs> I totally butchered that. It's funny when he says it. Um, is to just be able to have the freedom and the time to experience the, the little moments that are, that are so joyful. And when I have been so strung out, um, so busy, working so hard, for, for, to what end? That I've really started to question like, what am I doing? Like, I'm literally choosing to sit inside, sit at this computer for the vast majority of my days. Meanwhile, I live in one of the most beautiful states in the United States, Colorado. And when I get outside and I bike and I hike and I jog, trail run, and I do the things that I love to do like outside, like there's nothing that's more enjoyable for me, especially if I'm doing it with people that I love and having great conversation. So it's really had me reflect back on like, okay, what do I ultimately want? And what I ultimately want is to be continuously growing, to be continuously challenging myself such that I have to continue to level up and become a bigger and more whole version of myself. Because if I stay stagnant, if I continue to play small, not that I'm necessarily saying that, I compl- that I've been playing small, but I definitely feel like that's a big part of this experience for me is that I want to get to the end of my life and have experienced decades of, of time where I was just very proud of the man that I had become, right? I don't want to look back on my life with regret. And so going back to this uh, this video with Alex Ramosi, 
you know, he's really talking about his skill sets never actually changed. What he did was find different uh, opportunity vehicles to be able to scale his income ultimately and the value that he was able to offer, right? And so I've just been thinking about that in terms of like, okay, now when it comes to coaching, I can coach one-on-one, I can coach one-to-many, I can coach one-to-infinity, if you will, in terms of like having info products, e-products out there. And all that's great. It takes time to scale. It takes time to understand marketing, your messaging. It's a business, right? And it's been something that I've been doing for a while. I've had a fair amount of blocks and resistances to various things. And one of them is that I don't always love the idea that it requires me to show up every single day. (laughs) For whatever reason, I have resistance there. Um, there are days that, uh, I, I think if I felt like I had to like exercise every single day, it would, it would start to feel like a have to and not a get to, right? And so I want to experience my life from a place of getting to do the things rather than having to do the things. Does, does that make sense? So <clears throat> as I've been looking at this, now I have, I had you know, I have my coaching business and then I started really getting to Airbnbs, which is great. But even with Airbnbs, you have a property that has so many beds that can house so many people per night. You multiply that by however many nights per month that you can rent it out. And let's say full capacity, it's, you know, 30, 31 days. But that's the, that's the extent Unless prices go up, which would mean the entire market would have to fluctuate with you. You can't just decide to charge $200 more than all your competitors and think that people are going to keep beating down your doors. It's, it's supply and demand, right? But when you look at a business, when you look at various businesses and, and a big part of his video, how I'm passing $10 million per month, he talks about really finding the right niche. And so for me, finding a kind of a, a recession-proof, knock on wood, um, blue-collar business where there is somewhat unlimited growth potential where I can utilize and leverage uh, my skill sets of being a leader, uh, being a visionary, being an entrepreneur, being a risk-taker, being very good at executing um, following through on things, creating relationships, all the things that I'm particularly good at can be more widely scaled when I'm like in this business, if that makes sense. And so the the more I think I, I, I look at, like I'm all for, you know this, I'm all for being a nonstop student of life. However, If you go to school to become a doctor, a dentist, a lawyer, an accountant, the reality is that you're going to probably want to utilize that (laughs) that, uh, education, right? But if you're not showing up to do the surgery, to, uh, to, to do the accounting, to show up at trial as a lawyer, like, then you don't get paid. So you've got to look at how you can leverage yourself 
to where you don't have to be trading your presence, trading your time for money. I'm sure you've heard this whole idea before, but it's really true. Like the, the, the difference between people who make mad money, <laughs> this guy's passing $10 million per month, is not because he's trading his time. He's learned how to use investment vehicles, or as he says, opportunity vehicles, to leverage the skill sets that he already knows and already has to, to double, triple, quadruple you know, his income year after year. And so it's really got me thinking about like, okay, like at the end of the day, how much money do you really need? And for me, you know, it's not, <laughs> it's not a lot. Um, I'm sure as my family grows, um, I get remarried and have kids and that sort of thing in the future. Yeah. My, my expenses will also grow, but I know for me personally, at the end of the day, I don't need a ton. What I need money for is great food, healthcare, education, travel. Um, I, I want the, the income so that I can buy my time back. All the things that I don't want to do, <laughs> like laundry, the dishes, mowing the lawn, I'll get someone else to do those things. And, uh, and in, in the meantime, I'll spend that time with you know, those that I love or creating the value that's in alignment with my purpose, my passion, my heart, um, and so that's, that's the whole idea of this podcast is for you to really take some time to look at, man, you know, are you, are you continuing to focus on educating yourself deeper or do you already have a dynamic skill set that can be utilized in a different manner and maybe, maybe you can just be paid a lot more, Right. So that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm all for educating yourself. But I do realize that with the idea of continual education into yourself such that you feel like you have to then be the mechanism or the vehicle to regurgitate or to, you know, pass that, uh, those skill sets, those understandings, those tools that you've learned back to others, it's just a, it's a labor of love, right? Um, but unless you're working with high, high, high end clientele, which, you know, you very well might be, um, your income is going to be proportional to how many people that you, you know, can interact with and what type of vehicles you use, whether it's one-to-one, one-to-many, uh, maybe it's a, like I said, self-guided or things that people can can do without your immediate uh, presence and support. It's just, for me, this is just kind of what I'm geeking out on right now because, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen in the world. None of us do. I think um, money certainly isn't the solution to all things by any means. But what money does offer are options. And with greater levels of income, comes greater options. And when you don't have money, things uh, that happen in the world or in your life can be catastrophic. Versus when you do have money, they can just be an inconvenience. Someone could experience the same exact thing. One is catastrophic, 
what is an inconvenience just because they have money to support, you know, whatever issue is going on. So I digress. I won't continue down this rabbit hole. But for me, this is where I'm really looking at, and, and you probably have noticed if you're a fan of the show, things shifting. You probably don't haven't seen a whole lot unless you follow me on social media. And even still, um, I don't share a ton of it there because I've been <laughs> attempting to be present to my everyday life. But uh, at the end of the day, man, for me, it's just about having as much fucking fun as possible while continuing to learn, continuing to uh, create memories, continuing to be with people that uh, I hold near and dear to my heart and uh, and becoming the king of my own kingdoms means you know to to live like a king, to eat like a king, all those kind of you know <laughs> ideas are all for me based around experiencing abundance. And I want to experience abundance in every single fucking area of my life. And so for me, that's why I'm continually looking at how can I sharpen my axe? How can I take my skill sets and look at um, being more efficient with my time versus just working harder, right? Working smarter versus working harder. So anyways, I, I would highly recommend if you are an entrepreneur, if you're interested in um, looking at life in a different way, in a, through a different lens, go check out Alex Hormozzi's, um It's like a 14, here it is, 14 minutes, 20 seconds video on how I'm passing $10 million per month using Opportunity Vehicles and, and subscribe to his, his, his channel on YouTube. It's fucking good. There's some great stuff there. So as always, thank you for listening. We'll catch up with you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. Talk to you soon. Cheers. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King men's coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.